like nostalgic. Movie review. Nerdy. Married man. And hello, everybody. Welcome back to New Nostalgic Movie Reviews. I'm David. And I'm Steven. And this week we're looking at a video game adaptation. We're doing Silent Hill, which is a 2006 film. It's rated R. It's two hours and five minutes. Yes. Uh, synopsis in the movie. A woman, Rose, goes in search for her adopted daughter within the confines of a strange, desolate town called Silent Hill. <laughs> uh, the cast list for this, we got Rada Mitchell, Sean Bean, Lori Holden, Jodell Furland, and Alice Krieg. Spoiler alert, but guys, guys, guys. Sean Bean doesn't die in this film. What? <laughs> there's, kinda, there's a glitch in the Matrix, everyone. <laughs> Everything has gone to hell. What is going on? <laughs> uh, this movie is uh, surprisingly uh, widely considered a really good video game movie adaptation. I don't know how much I agree with that. I really enjoy the movie. I have like a soft spot for this movie. It's like a guilty pleasure. Uh, I feel like it is definitely on the top half of video game adaptations. I don't think it's terrible, but it's definitely not amazing. For me, this is one of the better video game adaptations for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think what happens with this movie is, for me especially, this movie suffers so greatly in the first third in the setup of this movie. Yeah. Once they actually start the Silent Hill, this movie becomes incredible. The ending of this movie is incredible. It is visceral. It is in your face. It is atmospheric. It is scary. It is tension building. It is beautiful in so many ways, and it does a lot of what the game does do. I will also take this with a grain of salt for everybody. I have not actually played any of the Silent Hill games. Wait. I have never played a single second of any of the Silent Hill games. I have watched Jin play a little bit of the second one. That is the only knowledge I have of the entire franchise. I'm sad. I'm sad. The first, the first three games, hundred percent worth it. This movie uh, pulls a lot from the first game for anyone uh, yeah. questioning. Uh, it follows mostly the story beats from the first game. There are definitely a lot of differences. And then there are also some of the creature designs that are actually pulled from the second game, which yeah. is fine. But it is mostly focusing on the first game. Yeah. Because Pyramid Head's only in the second one, or comes into the second one. He's, the he's right. introduced in the second one because he's one of the... I, don't, I really... Fair. It's fair. <laughs> yeah, he comes in the second one because he is a manifestation from James uh, Sunderland from yeah. that game. So, but I mean, they bring him in this. I think the main version that the Red Pyramid is in the movie is because he is one of the most recognizable video game scary features ever created, oh, even yeah. outside of Silent Hill. But in Silent Hill, he is the most recognizable creature. Like, even for me, I've always known who paid. Uh, Pyramid Head is without yeah. ever playing the games. Like it is, he is such an iconic character that I understand why they probably put him in there. Oh yeah, for that reason because it gets people like me like, oh wait, there's a movie that has Pyramid Head. Maybe I'll watch that. I I know that thing. <laughs> I know like, that guy. So uh, so uh, before we get into spoilers, I it's, guess the the movie uh is it's it's entertaining. The like Steven said, the first third is a little uh huff and and we'll talk about that in spoilers um but i would recommend this movie especially to uh 
video game fans and horror fans. Yeah. Uh, like, it's not amazing, but I think it is a great, solid film. There are definitely some glaring issues, but I think the movie is more charming because of it. I, For me, I think this movie is definitely worth a watch, and it's something that I definitely will watch again probably in my lifetime. It's something I don't know if I'll buy, but it's something that I probably will watch multiple times throughout my life. It's something that when people talk about video game adaptations, I will bring this one up as a good one. Mm -hmm. um, it's something that it has really good feel. And I know that there was a lot of love for the franchise when making this, whereas I can't say the same for a lot of other video game adaptations where they just try to make it its own thing and not actually pay homage to the source material. Yeah, I know the people that worked on this movie were... Um mostly fans of the game and they really wanted to bring their ideas to life through it and i think they did they had a good balance of story beats from the video game without direct uh stealing or yeah. I, I guess stealing's not the word without directly copying or like uh making a one-to-one -one remake uh but they had a good balance between the video game stuff and their new story points i yeah. guess well, and I, I think it's a really good time for us to talk about this movie and stuff, too, with the second game being remade pretty soon. And the original director of this movie actually working on a sequel for the games, like based off of the second versions of the games as well. So this director is coming back for another Silent Hill movie in the same franchise. And I'm I'm really stoked for it. So yeah, and I think that it'll, it'll be a good makeup for the sequel to this movie that came out yes. a while back. But uh, anyway, uh, we want to go right into yeah. our downfalls like usual. Uh, sure. Let's go uh, on downfalls. For me, I'm gonna start this off with just saying the movie starts off so stupidly. I hate the first third of this movie so much. I wanted to turn this off during the first third of this movie. The movie starts off so badly with a couple peeking out of their house, screaming for their daughter, and only the mother runs down the river, under a bridge, towards a giant waterfall cliffside, and then sees the little girl that somehow looks like she came from the opposite side of the river, that she, and she was sleepwalking, and the little girl stops and takes a moment at the edge and starts speaking and saying random stuff about Silent Hill, and gives enough time for the mom to get there to tackle her before she jives off the cliff. And like for some, and they, then they have a fight with the parents talking about what to do with their daughter. And the dad's like, we need to send her to a hospital. We need to get medication. We need to get her help with like, psychiatric help. Yeah. Like she needs actual help. She's an adopted daughter. We don't know what happened in her life or what her trauma is. Like, we don't know. We need to get her help. And that makes a lot of sense. Really good logical thinking. Then the mother just is just I do not get where she's coming from with a lot of these things like, oh, she keeps talking about this place. I need to kidnap my daughter. Well, before I even get to the kidnapping of the daughter thing, I hated that they don't like they know they have a daughter who sleepwalk and drives to leave the house. They have no alarms in the house set up. They have no way for her to stop her from getting out of the house. You'd think they probably would take her to a doctor to see if they can help with why she's sleepwalking or find ways to manage it. And they said that, that they had tried medication before and the mom said the medication didn't work. Yeah. But to the same extent, like, then, yeah, like I said, she decides to just randomly kidnap her daughter, go against her husband, take a bunch of cash out and just leave and not tell her husband where she's going. Doesn't answer her phone, doesn't want to accept any of his texts or phone calls. It just has him wondering what the fuck's going on. Yeah. 
and go to this town that she found on a ghost town website <laughs> talking about towns that were demolished and is haunted and all these other things. She's like, take my 11 year old daughter there. Like it's, it's so the motivations for the characters at the beginning of this movie are so dumb. Well, and there's that, uh, movie trope and it's i guess it's mostly in horror movies but it's in other movies too where it's uh in order to find exposition gotta go check the good old internet you know yeah check google or bing oh, and then go to the town near that town and ask them about it and everyone's like oh don't go there don't go there oh what town oh and then i also hate that they bring they stop at this gas station to bring in this female cop and this cop being really weird. She sees a daughter and a mother, and a mother consoling her daughter, and the daughter being like, Mommy, I, I don't know what's going on. Mommy, who's doing this? Mommy, I need help. Mommy, mommy, mommy. And then she, like, goes to go check on the little girl and ask her how she's doing. And then she faces her down to try to, like, uh, give her a ticket and to see what's going on or where she's going. Well, I think there's... What? Well, and there's even a... There's, oh, go ahead. The... the the cop Sybil is trying to help the little girl and she has her own motivations and trying to help Rose. But my question is like, why does Rose even think about running away from the police? She's That's being the followed by the cop. And then she's like, I'm just going to run. Like, yeah, <laughs> she has no reason to run. Yeah. Just... If anything, that makes her more suspicious. So the cop's definitely going to try exactly. to catch her in handcuffs. And then when the cop does like catch her in handcuffs her and everything, they have this moment where they're talking about it. And she's like, why aren't you listening to me? And the cop's like, well, two years ago, some dude kidnapped a kid and threw him down a mine shaft. And I stayed with the kid for days and we were rescued and blah, 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 blah. And I can get that. And she's like, I don't even know if the kid's yours. The first time you saw her, she's sitting there saying, mommy, help me with this. Mommy, do this. Mommy, do that. You know the kid is her mom. <laughs> like you, that's just so dumb. That shit the kid's mom. Yeah. I was like, Ugh. yeah, it, I don't know. I, I am also wondering why Rose doesn't ask her husband for help because I feel like they'd benefit working oh, together. Yeah, seriously. Uh, like, I don't know if there's some of the marriage issues that they didn't show happening. And like I, the cops even brought up like, oh, usually with this kind of things, it's usually the wife hates the husband and she drives off with her kid. One, I did, uh, I did find out that, uh, like, uh, Speaking of the cops and stuff, so Sean Bean and the officer, like those scenes where they're working together, they seemed really out of place and they kind of slow the pacing of the movie down. They slow yeah. the movie down. There's only like one scene with them in it that I really enjoyed. Yeah. But I found out behind the scenes that uh, the scenes with the male characters, like the officers and Sean Bean, were actually added later because uh, the studio didn't think there was enough men in the movie. They thought it was too, too women focused, which I think is really stupid. Um, it, but apparently that's why they kind of feel out of place is because they're actually originally weren't supposed to be there. So they wrote those I scenes. I honestly to be could see in. that. And that's probably why a lot of these motivations don't make sense because the motivations were added into after mm -hmm. the movie was being worked on because it really just seemed weird. Well, and, uh, as far as like the scene I really liked with Sean Bean and the officer, it's a scene when they're in the school and when they're coming outside of the school, it shows 
Sean Bean walking one way and there's this awesome camera shot of them sideways. And then it switches to the nightmare realm of Silent Hill and it shows Rose running in the same area, the opposite direction. And when she runs past the same spot that Sean Bean is standing. He smells her perfume. Yeah, he like he like smells her perfume but he kind of stops for a second like he feels her in that area but it's a cool camera shot where it's like a side oh view yeah. of them and it shows her running and then it cuts and shows him then cuts and oh, it's, it's, it's really beautiful honestly like a lot of the cinematography in this movie is amazing it is so beautiful yeah absolutely. it builds a lot of tension it's very much it's not necessarily john carpenter style of tension building but it's a, it's got a kind of similar vibe to it where it just like a lot of the shots just make you like feel something or make you feel a sense of dread or a sense of longing or whatever it is and yeah. it's beautiful well and as far as like the the cinematography and camera angles i also agree they were well done and some of the camera angles are actually really reminiscent and same camera angles from like the original game yeah uh the first time she enters the nightmare realm and she's running through an alley and it shows an above view of her run and turn a corner that's like the same camera angle from that same oh, alley. nice and she ends up coming up to the fence with the corpse that's on it that's uh -huh. still alive that's like lifted right out of the game that's awesome uh which a lot of the creatures, actually every creature except one, was lifted out of the game. They yeah. were, they all looked really good. Uh, oh, I love the creatures. The, uh, the creatures were creepy as shit. <laughs> the creatures that kind of bothered me a little bit. I love the design of like the kid creatures that are like yeah. wailing. But that you could tell that scene, the CGI was a little dated. Mm -hmm. It didn't quite fit well. But I love the character design. Well, and, the one thing I didn't like about that scene in particular was like they were keeping up with her when she was running, but then when she's on her knees, barely crawling on the floor, getting like less than four feet away, they're going slow now. Like I really hate when everything changes pace and then they all change pace together both ways. Like if some if a creature's sprinting at you to try to kill you, they're not gonna stop just because you stop. Well, and I I found a lot of the scenes that had the creatures in them in those nightmare scenes they were scary moments that were just there to scare they were meant yeah. to give tension they i don't feel like she was ever in any real danger except for some of the, like the the pyramid head scenes but there's also not much meaning behind the creatures in this game mm -hmm. or in this movie in the game each creature resembled a different type of trauma uh, a lot of the first game it was from uh the nightmares like the trauma from the little girl that was named cheryl in the game and she's like alessa and whatnot and born out of her mm, okay. issues but uh in this one uh i mentioned one character design that was not lifted from the games yeah and that would be there's the janitor creature which i actually i really enjoyed that that design there's the in the bathroom the janitor oh, comes crawling yeah, out of yeah. the the stall there and his feet are bent behind and wrapped with barbed wire oh. to his head uh that's actually the only creature in the movie that was not in the game from the game okay. it's an original made creature for that movie um, one of the other creatures that i really love but i didn't necessarily love the scene i love the way the blind nurses look uh oh yeah the scene with all the the nurses yeah like it's so it it's honestly when the scene starts it's really cool it's really vibrant she gets told um that she gets this light and she gets told that the, you'll need the light to progress down there but you also the light will lure them to towards you mm -hmm. and so she's holding the light and she notices all these nurses are coming at her towards the light so she turns off the light then all the nurses stop moving then she gets halfway through them and then all of a sudden they just go manic well, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And it might make sense for people who know the game, but because 
they stopped when the light was off and start when the light's on. And then they start going manic and start killing each other. And she's like barely escapes. But then she turns the light on again and they immediately go right back to the light. Well, so I'm like, the light thing didn't actually have rules if you're going to go against if, them. If you notice in that scene, they started attacking her because she, I think she brushed into one of them or she made enough of a noise that it attracted them. So they're attracted to the light. And then from that scene out of context, they never say it mm-hmm. out loud. But out of the context, uh, it's they're also lured to sound as well. So she's like being very quiet and kind of sneaking through them like a maze. And the second that she accidentally makes a wrong move, they start swinging wide. You see, and like I was, I, I tried watching that scene like a couple different times to try to see, like I didn't necessarily see her bump anything. And I don't think that she necessarily made any noise. Maybe she let a louder breath than usual or something that I just didn't catch. Or maybe I just didn't see something. But it just felt so weird because of the rules of the light. And I'm like, why bring up the rules of the light if it's not going to be about the light? Yeah, they made it it a point to talk about the light. Yeah. So back to the visual effects. I think... The effects of the town changing to its nightmare state is really cool. So cool. <laughs> Watching the walls melt, and it actually didn't do that in the original game. Oh, okay. in the original game, it would go between a normal Silent Hill with the gray fog and snow instead of ash. Oh, okay. Uh, I understand why they changed it to ash because it was a cool story beat having the fire underneath See, the town. Actually, yeah, like that makes um, a lot of sense to me. If it was snow in this, that would have been kind of weird. Well, yeah, in the original, it's just snow oh, okay. fog. Uh, but the nightmare realm in the original, it would just like fade to it and he'd go into different areas. But what I love about the visual effects in this one, when it shows the walls like melting and peeling apart, that actually inspired all the games that came after this movie took that style. Yeah. So, and it actually improved, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say it maybe improved, but it inspired the transition to the nightmare and version there's one thing that i'm i'm a little confused about and maybe you can shed some light on this but one of the things that i was getting really confused after the movie is it almost like and i didn't catch this at first but they said that everyone in silent hill in the town like in the church and everything they were all damned mm-hmm. and already dead yeah so were her and sharon all rose and sharon already dead before they actually made it to Silent Hill? Did they die in that car crash before they go to Silent Hill? I think with in the movie, I think that's what it kind of implies. But it's also weird. Like, it's very convoluted and not explained well because at the end of the movie, you know, they're still within the night, like within Silent Hill's realm when they get back to their house. It's still yeah. all foggy and creepy. So I think it implies that they're dead, but then it, it kind of retcons it with the sequel because apparently Rose finds a way to get her daughter out of the nightmare realm. Oh, weird. Out of Silent Hill. So it's it's really unclear whether they're dead or they're just trapped in Silent Hill. Yeah, because like... Because when he goes when he goes to Silent Hill, like those scenes are really cool, but it was weird because like he was in the real world and she wasn't, and she never went into Silent Hill in the real world. Mm-hmm. She was only there when it was after that the crash. nightmare realm. And same with the cop, she arrived after the crash too. And so I'm like, okay, well they died then probably because they're dead, and she's sitting across from her husband well, at the end of the movie and it's, it's almost they're not there yeah like, it's really confusing too because in a flashback it does show that the cop that is helping sean bean you know he burned his hands helping save yeah. or try to save alessa yeah through, through fire but yet he is still 
in the real world yeah. and all the rest are damned and dead within Silent Hill. So it is it is very convoluted and kind of ambiguous, but yeah, those were like some of the things that were just confusing for me. And don't get me wrong, I thought the ending of the movie was stunningly beautiful. I thought them going to the house and giving you that oh, they're going to have that reconnection mm-hmm. and then not have the reconnection with haunting. It was beautifully shot. Oh, yeah. Beautifully done. Like, yeah, I, I swear, I cannot tell you the color differences between the two scenes, but like seeing them on top of each other, overlapping each other at times was so gorgeous. And one of the best, like, I don't know. I fangirl over that stuff so much in movies when they just have some of the most beautiful cinematography and i'm like man whoever thought of that was brilliant (laughs) there there are also unfortunately sometimes in this movie especially when rose is walking around silent hill in the i guess daytime or like not Mm. the nightmare version when she's walking in the fog sometimes it is very glaring that she is against a green screen yeah uh and I mean, there are some other visual moments where it's like, oh, that's a little funky and whatnot. But uh, I think it was really it was still well done. 2000s. And there are some very like visceral effect scenes. The, the scene that the pyramid head rips that ga- girl's skin oh, right off. Oh, gosh. That, that scene is just insane. I was not expecting that at all. When he grabs her and he grabs and twists her skin and then just rips off, I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> like, like, holy shit! What? I heard a uh, a behind the scenes because uh, uh, he ends up throwing the skin and blood splatters all over Rose. Yeah. So apparently, uh, Rada Mitchell, when she uh, was filming, uh, since she had to be getting like constantly covered in blood, and as she progresses through the movie, she gets more and more her colors turn red and, uh-huh. and icky. Apparently, during the whole filming process, the actress did not wash her hair once oh, because she oh. wanted to keep continuity up. Oh, that's and good. I, I think Honestly. that's really creative. Uh, I, I I bet that really sucked. I bet afterwards <laughs> she washed her hair for like three hours straight. But yeah, oh, uh, one of the other things that I loved about this is like talking about like that ending kind of like scene or whatever when she is looking at the map of the hospital and they're telling her to like memorize it it felt very video gamey to me it felt like oh here's the map that you get to see like in this one spot in this one location only but now you have to go and memorize everything and use it yourself and i was like that is brilliant and i love that there is certain times in this movie where it felt like it was a video game there's a lot of this and like david said like they had a lot of the same shots from the video game stuff and me not even knowing that i still felt very video game oriented when some of the things in this movie yeah and then as far as story beats here's like a comparison that i think works for the movie for the most part but it is it is one glaring difference uh story beat wise where alessa's nightmares in the game are what consume the town with her feelings and whatnot and all Mm -hmm. of those manifestations whereas that's not really how it is in the movie i mean alessa is a big part yeah of why the town is cursed because the cult burnt her alive and i think the cult has a big issue to do with it too yeah but they made the movie instead of like the whole nightmares and like meaning behind the demons and wanting to summon a demon and whatnot they made it more of a witch story yeah. where it had like a coven witch background to it, which, which is fine, but it's definitely a huge difference in contrast. Okay. See, and that for me, like I didn't necessarily mind the witch thing. I thought it was a little weird. And I thought like the, uh, Sharon being 
like when she goes full dark and she accepts the dark one's help or whatever mm-hmm. and like a light version of her is born and they send her out in the real world see like that was a little weird to me and that ends up being sharon and that's why sharon and Alyssa look the exact same well and, and they are the, the same character basically well and like in the game uh it is a similar story whereas in this one it is the whole witch background okay in the game uh, instead of the cult burning her because they think she's a witch, mm-hmm. uh, the cult actually uses Alessa to try and summon a demon through her. Mm-hmm. And Al- Alessa resists, and her innocent half breaks off and oh, becomes Cheryl, okay. who Harry ends up adopting. So it's a very similar story beat where like a light innocent half Okay. They split. Okay. And then Alessa is stuck in the village. But it's the cults are tr- the cult is trying to summon a demon through her instead of burning her alive for being a witch. That's okay. Yeah. Well, I will say though, I really did love the story of Alyssa and Sharon and like all, all of the things that happened with that. I, I I thought it was really awesome. I thought yeah, the scene of her being burned alive on a metal gel with the cult symbol on it was crazy as hell. And like that barbed wire monstrosity that she becomes at the end of the movie oh yeah it's so all those... <laughs> cool oh man. and when she the way she kills when she like the rips the cult leader in half with yeah the barbed wire like puts the barbed wire to like up her like vagina asshole and then through her stomach and then rips her in half and then grabs another guy and wraps it all the way around him and squeezes him into a ball until he blows up like for some of this it's visceral and brutal as hell it's gross it's awesome it's it's amazing like i can't say enough about it like i was like whoa i will say that uh one of the more important i guess not really creatures but people kind of mm-hmm. mixed uh, that was in the game that didn't get as much light in the movie uh, was there's the nurse that is helping Alessa and oh, we have her no. eyes that are bleeding. Yeah. She's a much bigger part in the video game than she is in the movie. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. She's there because, I mean, it's like, oh, she's from the game. I was really confused but... why they were showing her and why they were really like, because when they do have her in there, there's a scene where she's always has her back to uh, Rose and there's a scene where it shows a shot of the nurse's face with Rose in the background. And it's right when Alyssa hugs Rose and like maybe like goes inside of her or something. And then it seems like the nurse is like scared of what's happening. And she's like, oh, God, oh, God. And she like is like really like seems terrified. And I was like, what is this? Like, what is going on it's, right here? It's not really explained. Whereas in the game, like it's basically they pulled that scene out of the game because there's a scene where it mm. shows the nurse crying blood and okay. i mean it's it's there because hey that's something that'll remind you this it was a game yeah and i know they bring up like she was the nurse that first looked in on her or whatever yeah, and her eye like yeah. you know, her eyes got basically taken from her because yeah of because of what she saw and i really one of the things i did love i loved at the end of the movie because the mother of Alyssa wonders like hey what's going on uh like why didn't my daughter kill me and everything like that. And there's a line that is reiterated, I think two or three times throughout this movie is mothers are gods in the eyes of children. Mm-hmm. And I love that, especially because it's like, she saved you because in your eyes, you've always been like there, like you, you were still 
like part of her life you were still the one that she should keep alive like she shouldn't kill she Mm -hmm. no matter how much she might have hated you for the decision of letting them do what they did you didn't necessarily want that yourself and so i don't blame you for the things that they did yeah and i I don't know i did i really like that line over and i think the line delivery of it was really cool absolutely yeah uh I guess, do you have many? I have a few final thoughts go for towards it. the end, but I didn't know if you had I anything don't else. I necessarily think so. Um, I guess the game, of, I guess for the mainstream audience, the games can be very confusing, and they definitely are. Uh, so I think the movie is trying to make it more mainstream to kind of pull people in, which I think it does a really good job of. But sometimes the writing is you know unfocused and a little unpolished at times and i think it's because they're trying to like focus on the mainstream uh and i think the movie can at points feel really shallow if you're trying to compare it to the game because the game does Mm -hmm. have a lot to it the movie does feel a little bit more shallow but it is still a movie that i think is worth the watch you definitely should watch it uh, but if you are also interested in the lore, I really suggest playing through the first two or three games. Make your pick. I think the first one and two are worth playing. The third one is also really good. But I'd say check out the movie. It's really yeah. good. I think if you're going into this, even if you're not a fan of Silent Hill, um, I think you can really enjoy this. I think you will have to know that the first third of this movie is pretty bad it's pretty slow it's not well done it's not well paced not well written yeah not a lot of good motivations but once it gets to the silent hill parts of this it is the last especially the last act of this movie is phenomenal i it's such a satisfying ending it makes me want more it definitely was like wow like this is what video game movies should be and i i've really really enjoyed it absolutely so yeah that was a silent hill We will see you next time. What is the next time? Uh, Did we even say that earlier? I did not because I don't know. Let me look. The next episode will be... uh, The Lodge. The Lodge, which is your bad pick. Yep, I'm not ready to watch that again. (laughs) We will see you next time with The Lodge. Thank you for joining us for Silent Hill.